like I'm reading good. Reading nice and well. There you go. Superman does good. You do well. I don't. I, I don't do well, honestly. Oh boy. You heard it here first, folks. Andrew is not doing well on episode 117 of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on August 27th, 2020. This podcast, the sponsor of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, the other podcast that we do. Yeah. Apologies, my mouth was, my mouth, my mouth felt a little, little moist while I said that. I was eating peanuts earlier and. Salt got me salivating a little bit. That's one of the most unsettling things I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Salt got me salivating. Please stop. I'm going to have to respectfully request that you stop that. <sighs> request accepted. Nothing like just the sounds of someone spitting and... Uh, drinking from a cup on a podcast. This is ASMR now, Andrew. We're an ASMR podcast. We do oh, ASMR stuff. That's the direction we're going? I mean, cool. I yeah. Can, I, can, you, I can vibe. I can get down with that. You said we had to categorize these, so Thursdays is ASMR day. Oh, cool. Remind me to be sick on Thursdays. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be great for an ASMR. Just you blowing into a hanky. Just like like, centimeters from the mic. Mm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Mm. So, situation in Kenosha hasn't really changed. Um, seems like my... Probably don't have to rehash it too much, but... No. Go on. Seems like uh, the NBA might be underway again starting tomorrow. Um, if not tomorrow, then probably this weekend. Yeah, I, I looked it up online beforehand, and tentatively, it is scheduled. Uh, game five is scheduled for tomorrow, so we'll see if that pans out or not. Um, once again, solidarity to all the players. Solidarity to all players in all sports that uh, did a wildcat strike yesterday. Um, seeing a lot of places refer to that as a boycott. Looking at you, New York Times. That's not. That's not what that is. You bougie pieces of shit. Uh, yeah, it's it's a strike. Like. <laughs> It, like, yeah, because they they are the labor. <laughs> like, I, they're not refusing to like participate in someone else's consumption. Like, they are refusing to allow you to consume from them. And that, I it <laughs> that <laughs> some of the highest wordsmiths across the land are employed there, and for them. Not to know the difference between a boycott or a strike makes me, mm, no, they know. They're they're implementing some rhetoric here, and uh, not great. Not great, look. Um, yeah. Uh, what? Mm, okay, you know what? Yeah, putting, putting a stop on this. If we get to seven minutes and we're still talking about it, we can move on to something else. But what do you think Wisconsinites want Tony Evers to do in this situation? What can he I don't do? Know. Even I mean, he's kind of alienated the whole the whole voter base at this point. <laughs> like he uh, sent to the national guard, which is understandable. But then he like 
reportedly accepted help from Trump. Although some people are saying now that like he didn't, because I know that initially Trump said like, yeah, we'll send more National Guard. And he said no. And then like later Trump said that he accepted. But like everyone else is kind of saying like there's no proof that he actually did accept it. Like he very well may have, you know, like said Trump, yes, you can send the feds into Kenosha. But he also may have said no, and, and Trump is doing it anyway. I I haven't gotten a lot of clarity on that yet. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the conservatives hate him because he's you know a Democrat, and because he has not stood up on a podium and said "Blue Lives Matter" and then you know summarily executed a black man mm. on live TV. Feel I like that, that is what would get cops. Yeah, that that's what would get him the cop vote. I think. Um, but uh yeah um i don't believe there have let me double check this super quick but i don't believe there has been any effort to um fire arrest or any kind of action against the cops that um shot shot jacob blake in the back seven times um I think they got put on administrative leave, which is just, you know, standard practice. The um, In kind of a weird press conference yesterday, the Wisconsin Attorney General, like, condemned the action of the police and then followed that up with, uh, but, you know, you know, Jacob Blake was no saint and, you know, went through his arrest history and said, and they did recover a knife at the scene. That's... Which, you know... It's nothing. Yeah. It, like, they, they said, like, there was a knife in the car, and the cops were saying he was going for it. Everyone else was saying, uh, like, no, he did not have a knife. They were saying we interviewed him, like, after the incident, and he said he had a knife. Well, I don't believe that man... I, I don't believe that man is conscious. No. Uh, I, also... I mean, but- like, I haven't gotten a whole lot of updates about his, you know, medical condition, and I hope he's gonna be okay but uh i i can't i really cannot believe that he was lucid in any sort of way if he was even conscious at all also what is had a knife in his car could mean anything like yeah i have a knife in my well okay i don't have a knife in my car anymore i removed it because if i ever get shot by the police they would use that as justification but like that's fucking especially in rural wisconsin like oh god hit a deer it is suffering have to put it out of its misery like that's a thing you have at that that's a nothing burger that means nothing to say somebody had a knife in their car yeah i mean like i know i know people in wisconsin that keep like several guns hidden in their cars at all times a knife is literally nothing (laughs) And, and again, like, even if he, you know, was doing drugs in front of the police, spat in their face, punched one of them, and then grabbed a knife and was, like, flipping it around like a ninja, mm-hmm. they still shouldn't have shot him when the same police department two days later watched a, a kid kill three people in front of them and then let him walk past them. While still holding the gun. The disparity of privilege has never been more obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if if they said, you know, like, this is our operating procedure. Like, we don't want to take any risks. We shot him because we thought he had a weapon. And then we recovered a weapon. 
that still wouldn't have been good enough. But if they would have then shot the shit out of that kid from Illinois after seeing him murder people, people would have been like, okay, they're just, you know. Trigger happy cops is what they do to everybody. And which is we, a terrible precedent, like or right. standard, but yeah, right. Like, but you can see that wasn't really the case because, again, people from the same police department watched a murder take place in front of them, but they were buddy buddy with the guys a couple minutes earlier, and he, they just let him walk past their line and go home. It's fucking brutal. All right, we are well past seven minutes. Um, can't be all we talk about again today because i don't know i don't know if my soul can take it um yeah i I don't know if we want to try to get into like some positive stuff or some wacky stuff if that is like tone deaf like we can i mean like we can at least say like it was kind of a monumental moment in sports over the last two days Mm -hmm. um kind of a historical moment that people are going to talk about for a while Right up there with, you know, Colin Kaepernick kneeling. The the Bucks boycotting their games and then the rest of the NBA following. And then, um, you know, like they're not going to play today like they were supposed to play today. And they're also not going to play today. So they're, they're using this to really just put like a message forward. Uh, a lot of MLB teams have followed suit. Uh, there are no NFL games at this moment because it's still in training camp. But mm-hmm. most NFL teams have canceled their practice today, which... I mean, it's practice. It doesn't mean as much, but it's right. really all they could do, and they were still using it as a way to put a message forward. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good thing that they're doing. And, you know, like, of course, you're still seeing even, like, Mike fucking Pence, mm. like, the vice president of the United States. And, oh, oh I, I forgot. Trump said it today, too. They said, like, oh, that's silly what they're doing. That's not productive. And the whole Whitey McSports fan how black telling like black people how they should protest is you know once again super super in your face and it's so obnoxious because it's like wait you can't write you can only do peaceful protests okay we will strike and send like a letter no that's too radical (laughs) fuck you um yeah, no, this moment in sports is nothing short of uh, historic. Yeah, and uh, especially this being a wildcat strike, especially this being something that is happening without the full support of the players' union is an even bigger deal. Um, I, technically, wildcat strikes are illegal, but the legality of strike you're only you're you're only ever like face criminal charges for a strike if the strike doesn't work is uh, basically how that works out. And right now it seems like it is very much working. Yeah, I mean, and that does kind of suck that if your strike isn't successful, you can probably be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, the NBA has a no strike clause in all of their players' contracts. It was, they very much could have faced severe punishment for striking, but whether it's because the people in the league were, you know, sympathetic to the cause or they just <laughs> realized that the players were kind of holding it against them and said, yeah, fucking try in this political climate to come after <laughs> us right now. Like, you know, either way, 
it's pretty cool what they did. Well, in in a season where you have made maybe a quarter of your anticipated profit and are just desperate to get everything back from the playoffs or anything back from the playoffs, which are prohibitively more obs- uh, expensive now because you have to host all of the remaining teams in an isolated area for months on end. Sure, make a move. Just decide this is all over. Go for it. Nah. Not happening. Um, Another thing that people haven't really talked about very much is that it does mean a little bit more coming from the bubble mm-hmm. because when the first rounds and when the first round of the playoffs are over, they can let the players' families into the bubble. The players like boycotting these games, not sorry, not boycotting, striking these games, refusing to play, and then uh, you know like delaying the games by several days is preventing them from potentially seeing their families sooner. Like they've already been away from them for, you know, what is it? A month or so. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's because they were going to get eliminated in game five or they were going to win game five or six and then move on to the next round and allow their families to come back in. Like they're putting that off and it it does mean a little bit more because of that. I think I, it, it's like it meant, it meant a lot already, but like right, I, I right. feel like this adds a little extra element. I mean, that's definitely a sacrifice. Um, all strikes do involve sacrifice of some kind, but I think I think by and large we can all agree that the players were negotiating from a position of power in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also seen some people call it, mm, mm, not call, but this is just kind of a thing that's maybe picking up a little traffic on social media that. Uh, maybe some kind of general strike is in order across for all laborers in the uh, U.S. if we really want to start seeing some dramatic social change. And while I do think that would be effective if executed, I don't know if we're there yet. I don't know if the average person, the average office worker is willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah. Because that's asking a lot. Um, oof, boy, yeah, um, anything? No, I think that's that's the situation. That's what's up. Um, do you want to do an early clap sync and then hit up the old question bucket in the post roll? Sure. Hell yeah. That'll take us into the wacky post roll and to the question bucket. Maybe this is the thing we do on Thursdays. Maybe this is this Thursday is, we... is email day. Yay! Let's take an old walk to the mailbox and see what all of you loyal fans have to say. Uh, before we do that, though, I just want to point out that the time dot is quote today is the future is green energy, sustainability, renewable energy from Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
the future is green energy, sustainability, renewable energy. Which wow. I, I, mm, that, you know what? We are going to get an interesting look into what his politics actually were some point down the line. That very, very, very complicated, divisive figure I think history will show. Uh, also, as a weeb, I have to mention that he just looks like Joseph Joestar from Part 3 of JoJo's right now, and that's fun for me. Um, Andrew, pick a question from the bucket. Let's see. Okay, so... Jeffrey from London. Ooh, London fan. Oh. Uh, how would you evade international capture if you were wanted? Hmm. Okay, why don't you start us off, Lucas? How are you going to evade, uh, like, the fucking feds and Interpol? How are you going to get away? Uh, assume a fake name, move to Chicago, and then start a, pod- a podcast. <laughs> I feel like evading international capture, especially now, you just have to go off the grid, right? Whatever that, like, no technology, no credit cards. Just give me a, a ghost, a ghost in the system. I feel like, temporarily, I feel like I would go off the grid for, like, a small period of time. Uh, get a haircut, grow a beard, shave it off. Um, get some nice sunglasses. Uh, head somewhere down south. I don't know. Definitely, like, hop on a boat or just, like, drive. You know, I assume that, like, if I am wanted internationally, I've got some connections. So I'm going to, you know, leverage my contacts, get a new identity, get another identity, give that old identity to someone else, (laughs) set them up. Yeah, falsify my dental records, kill, kill the guy whose dental records I steal, then they... Then, then, then they just think I'm dead, you yep. know. Yep. That's how I do it. Yeah. Then I assume live out the rest of my days on a, uh, a villa, sipping wine. Either that, or just like move to Mexico to like a fishing town, and you know, meet my uh, former prisoner friend on the beach. After I give him a series of clues on how to find me in Mexico. Randomly, one day, your butler shows up and then, you know, you give him a nod from across the room as you and Anne Hathaway are taking a break from, I, you know, all the stuff you do when you're just hanging out with Anne Hathaway. Yeah. What do you do when you're hanging out with Anne Hathaway? I, I assume if you're hanging out with the Catwoman version of Anne Hathaway, you're having very flexible sex. I, mm, 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 not going to be gross, but yeah, okay. Fine. I, I mean, I would hope that would happen with a regular version of Anne Hathaway in the reality where that's just even a possibility. Why do people not like her? Why do people ever not like Anne Hathaway? She do seems... people not like Anne Hathaway? I thought people didn't like Anne Hathaway for a while. Oh, mm-hmm. I think she's like a fine actress. I don't see anything wrong with her. Mm. Did kind of have a break between La Miz and then this recent string of films, but yeah, whatever. Um, all right, my turn. From Jay in Des Moines, 
Is Mario a furry? First off, it's Des Moines. You live in Illinois. You don't live in Illinois. <laughs> you know how this works. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Des Moines. There we go. Des Moines. Des Moines. Is Mario a furry? Answer the question, Andrew. Uh, I don't know what his politics are. <laughs> what does that have to do with being a furry? Um, you know what it is. Oh, boy. Well, okay. I mean, on the one hand... So, he... he he puts on the tanuki suit. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. But, like, does anyone that puts on fuzzy pajamas become a furry? Well, I mean, it's not just the tanuki suit anymore. There's also a frog suit, and I believe in some of the newer ones, a cat suit. So, do furries usually don't, like, switch up the animals that they are, do they? Uh, I No, no, I think they kind of commit to one. Yeah. So, I think part he's of that. just a cosplayer. I think he's just okay. a... He's, he wears costumes, you know. That's fair. I don't. I don't think Mario is a furry. I I will hold an equal amount of respect for Mario if he does come out as a furry, but no, I also don't think he is one. All right, your turn. Two more. We'll do two more on this one. Okay, Arthur from Augusta, Maine. What ordinary aspect of life would you turn into a subscription or delivery service like HelloFresh and others did for cooking? Okay, so like basically what's like a normal, ordinary, boring thing that we turn into a subscription service that we get people to pay five times as much as it's actually worth to deliver to them? So like, okay, so like Dollar Shave Club and... Uh, like fucking me undies and shit like that do this all the time where they just take a thing that you use and then they just send it to you all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and make you pay recurringly or recurring fees so like what's something we could get people to buy all the time that we lock them in at the very beginning to send them i know i know i know this is a little reductive but what if we just started a milk delivery business again? You know? A milk delivery? Yeah. No, oh, I don't People know, are... man. Milk's on the way out. Do you know anybody Ooh. who actually just drinks milk anymore? Like cow milk? I mean, I, I put milk in stuff. Like when I make scrambled eggs, when I'm making like a protein shake smoothie. Like that needs milk. I go through like a quarter week. Mm. If we throw in like, you know, all the other like plant milk options, I think you got yourself a business model. I, that would be included, yeah. All right. Man, I haven't had real milk in so long. Oh, right, because Jade's lactose. Yeah, Jade's lactose intolerant, so we have to, like, if we're going to have any sort of milk, like, so, like, when I make smoothies, I use different kinds of non-dairy milk. Every once in a while, we'll just get regular-ass lactose-free milk, mm-hmm. but lactose-free milk does not taste like regular milk. No. Because they've already broken down that sugar. So it's super sweet. And like uh, the first drink is always like really good. And you're like, oh, wow, like super sweet milk. And then it's awful for the rest of it. No, like, it's you, like, can, yeah. you can mix it into stuff, but you cannot just drink. Honestly, like I don't think I can drink a glass of any non-dairy milk. Um, 
but like yeah we have almond milk we've got plant mix milk we've got soy milk cashew milk walnut milk fuck every other kind of milk i understand she is leading a very different life than i ha- uh, i am but what wouldn't you just come like commit to one dairy-free alternative no because like it kind of depends on like how much they cost that like different oh. stores have different kinds of milk for different prices and then if something's on sale um because like lactose free milk is probably the most expensive right um but then every once in a while they've got like really good like plant mix milk so it's it's like almond milk cashew milk soy milk all mixed up with like added protein mm-hmm. that's really good and it's got a lot of protein but it's super expensive unless it's on sale um like almond milk's okay i i really don't like soy milk unless i'm putting it in a latte soy milk right. is really not that bad for lattes whereas like almond milk is awful for lattes <laughs> wow i'm fucking white <laughs> so so white oh my god all right, so yeah, honestly, you know what? I'm buying into your milk delivery service because I could fucking switch it up every once in a while. God, not for have to you, go to the store. for you especially, wouldn't that be great if you could just get like half a quart of like dairy milk? And I, I, I do maybe it like, every once in a while, yeah. but, but you can't fit like two gallons of milk of different kinds of milk in the fridge at once. No, that's just impossible. Mm. My oh. fridge is so stocked all the time. Hi, I'm Am- Andrew, and I'd like to talk to you about privilege. <laughs> All right, uh, I think it's my turn then. Last one, last question of the episode. Um, if we ate ass in 2017, what are we eating in 2020? Seymour from Albany, New York, again. Plant-based milk. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, okay, here's the thing. I'm not a vegan. I'm not even a vegetarian. I fucking love meat. But, like, we really need to have... We need to eat less meat. Mm-hmm. I... For, like, every reason. Like, obesity, environmental reasons, uh, protecting uh, wildlife and land itself. Yeah. Like, and it seems like the options for alternatives have never been greater. Like, yeah, you get, you you do a solid for the environment and eat impossible ass or <laughs> impossible ass beyond ass. So, like, here here's the thing: there's a lot of like really good fake meat alternatives out there. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat fake meat, not not for any particular reason. It's just that, right. like. I happen to like a lot of the, like, I like veggie burgers. I just think they taste good. They don't taste like a burger, mm-hmm. but they're still good. Like, I, I really like them. They're they're different. They're not trying to be a burger. If I have a burger, I will get a real burger. I just don't, you know, get it as much as I used to. But, like, I love making black bean burgers. I like mm-hmm. eating veggie burgers at, like, the grocery store. Um, you know, there's just, like like corn and bean and like and like other shit like that. I like tofu. I make tofu stir fry all the time. Uh, if you cook tofu right and like mix it with the right veggies and season it, like it's really good. Um, it does not taste like meat, but that's okay. <laughs> not everything has to taste like meat. 
You can eat I, other things, people. Especially on what you're making, like the seasoning or sauce. I, d- d- tofu is just a texture thing at that point. And yeah. honestly, not tofu, a bad texture. Yeah, like if you cook it right, like it's got a decent texture. You can make it in a couple different ways. Um, but like it's it's really more about like adding substance and protein. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I used to hate tofu. But I think it's just because I was a white guy from a small town where everyone told me that tofu was the devil. You know, it was all those like fucking hippies trying to take over shit. It's like, yo, man, I can I can make a steak one day and the next day have something else. Like, you don't have to have beef for every fucking meal. Come on, guys. City living, man. Opening your mind. Yeah, like I got McDonald's two days ago and then I had like tofu the next day and i had a veggie burger yesterday like you can try different things people god eclectic an eclectic palate on this one all right near the half hour mark thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the quarantine cast if you liked what you heard like comment subscribe etc also definitely be sure to check out the act blue link in the description of this episode Follow that, make a donation if you're financially able. You will help out a collection of great causes. And as always, be sure to check us out uh, tomorrow for the Friday episode of the Quarantine Cast. And keep an eye out for the voluntary viewing episode coming to you sometime this weekend. Thank you all so much for listening. Stay strong. Remember to take breaks, though. And yeah, hope you have a... Oh, it's hard to have a great day right now, but I hope you. I hope you're able to get through it. Have an insightful day. There you go. Wisdom from Andrew. Goodbye, everybody.